Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Hello, friends, and welcome to Spark My Muse. I am your host, Lisa Colonne Delay, and today we are doing Soul School Lesson 241, Listening to Your Life, Reflections on Frederick Buechner. Frederick Buechner died recently on August 15th at the age of 96. Today I want to read a little bit from his website and a little bit from an article by Philip Yancey about the man. He was the author of 39 books and wrote in many different genres, nonfiction, fiction, memoirs, poetry. His style was interesting and perhaps confusing to some people. He explored the human condition from inspirational and sometimes humorous perspectives. Robert D. McFadden writes that Beekner was a Presbyterian minister who never held a church pastorate, but found his calling writing a prodigious quantity of novels, memoirs, and essays that explored the human condition from an inspirational and often humorous religious perspectives. Many of his 39 books were well-received fictional excursions into the adventures of charlatans and lovers, historical or biblical characters, and ordinary people who take on self-imposed superhuman challenges and stoop to only two human skulldudgery in the name of God. I did have to look up skulldudgery and its trickery. I have never heard that word that I can remember. Beekner was best known for his novels, some translated into 27 languages. He also wrote poetry, literary reviews, essays on secular subjects, and meditations on religious matters. According to Philip Yancey, Beekner has met Christians who remind him of American tourists in Europe. Not knowing the language of their listeners, they speak the language of Zion loudly and forcefully, hoping the natives will somehow comprehend. They seem cocky with faith, 
voluble with their theology and content with a God who resembles a cosmic good buddy. Their certitude both fascinates and alarms him. Quote, I was astonished to hear students at one Christian college shift casually from small talk about the weather and movies to a discussion of what God was doing in their lives. If anybody said anything like that, in my part of the world, the ceiling would fall in, the house would catch fire, and people's eyes would roll up in their heads. Beekner himself has gained a reputation as a writer who speaks of his faith in more muted tones. He says, I am too religious for the secular reader and too secular for the religious reader. Secular reviewers noting him to be an ordained Presbyterian minister sometimes prejudge his work. He admits that seeking ordination was probably the stupidest move he could have made for his writing career. On the other hand, conservative Christian readers wonder why the Christian message in Beekner's novels remains so subtle and why he insists on portraying characters as well human, complete with sexual urges and, and a disturbing pinch-up for sin. Beekner responds that he writes of people with feet of clay because they are the only kind of people he has met, including himself. In the last two decades, Beekner and evangelicals have gotten much better acquainted. I have a hunch, in fact, says Philip Yancey, that Beekner has become the most quoted living writer among Christians of influence. Appreciation of his craft continues to grow. Who else gets equally laudatory reviews in Christianity Today and the Christian Century? Beekner stumbled on a most appropriate resting place for his papers among the luminaries at Wheaton Wade's College. Quote, if I were called upon to state in a few words the essence of everything I was trying to say, both as a novelist and as a preacher, it would be something like this. Listen to your life. See it for the fathomless mystery it is. In the boredom and the pain of it, no less than in the excitement and the gladness. Touch, taste, smell your way to the holy and hidden heart of it. Because in the last analysis, all moments are key moments, and life itself is grace. In his volume, Longing for Home, Beekner draws a contrast between the news of the day reported on television, wars, homelessness, and other big issues, and the news of the day that goes on in our private worlds, saying some of the things that happen in them are so small that we hardly notice them, and some of them shake the very ground beneath our feet. But whatever they are, great or small, they make up the day-by-day -day story of who we are and of what we are doing with our lives and what our lives are doing to us. Their news is the news of what we are becoming or failing to become. For Beekner, the most humdrum events is where God speaks, and Beekner demonstrates through his writing how to listen. With the same sort of discipline, Beekner claims also drives his works of fiction. He says, Be still and know that I am God is the advice of the psalmist, and I have always taken it to be good literary advice too. Be still, be still the way Tolstoy is still, or Anthony Trollope is still, so your characters can speak for themselves and come alive in their own immortal way. If you're a writer like me, you try less to impose a shape on the hodgepodge than to see what shape emerges from it, is hidden in it. If minor characters show signs of becoming major characters, you at least give them a shot at it because in the world of fiction, it may take many pages before you find out who the major characters really are, 
just as in the real world it may take you many years to find out that the stranger you talked to for a half an hour once in a railway station may have done more to point you to where your true homeland lies than your closest friend or your psychiatrist. I'm sick of religious language, Beekner once told an interviewer. I'm sick of sermons right now. Because he kept agreeing to preach despite the illness, he sought out new carriers for his beliefs. He looked to King Lear and the Wizard of Oz to make his points, as well as to Jacob and to Paul. Most of all, Beekner, the prose stylist, stuck to a lesson he had learned in writing fiction. Nothing alienates an audience faster than a slight note of falsity or unrealism. If he was to write or speak about the Christian life, he must do so with undiluted honesty. Beekner says faith is different from theology because theology is reasoned, systematic, orderly, whereas faith is disorderly, intermittent, and full of surprises. Faith is different from mysticism because mystics, in their ecstasy, become one with what faith can at most see only from afar. Faith is different from ethics because ethics is primarily concerned not, like faith, with our relationship to God, but with our relationship to each other. Faith is homesickness. Faith is a lump in the throat. Faith is less a position on than a movement toward, less a sure thing than a hunch. Faith is waiting. Faith is journeying through space and through time. If someone were to come up and ask me to talk about my faith, it is exactly that journey that I would eventually have to talk about. The ups and the downs of the years, the dreams, the odd moments, the institutions. I would have to talk about the occasional sense I have that life is not just a series of events causing other events as haphazardly as a breaking shot in pool causes the billiard balls to careen off in all directions, but that life has a plot the way a novel has a plot, that the events are somehow or other leading somewhere, and that they make sense. In his book, Telling Secrets, Beigner suggests that there are multiple aspects to this idea. God speaks through the hieroglyphics of the things that happen to us. In addition to this, God also speaks through the fathomless quiet of the holy place within us, all which is beyond the power of anything that happens to us to touch, allowing that many things that happen to us block our access to this internal space and that we might forget even that it exists. Beekner concludes that it must always remain somewhere buried deep within each and every human being, saying, even when we have no idea of seeking it, I think various things make us fleetingly aware of its presence, a work of art, beauty, sometimes sorrow or joy, sometimes just the quality of a moment that apparently has nothing special about it at all, like the sound of water over stones in a stream or sitting alone with your feet up at the end of a hard day. When you go to the show notes for this episode, at the Substack link, I will give you links to Frederick Beekner's website, the articles mentioned in this episode, and a list of his books so you can take a peek if you're not already familiar. 
there is a treasure trove here that I'm only beginning to be acquainted with. So many decades of work and so many interesting and profound things to delve into. I hope you found this enjoyable and insightful and may it whet your appetite for deeper and deeper things. May God bless and keep you until we meet again. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.